If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. I'm here with another exciting guest. I'm here with Lee Stewart. She is a master gardener. She is the owner of Veg Up, Get Dirty. Let's talk about getting dirty and vegging up. What does that mean? (laughs) That means a lot of things, Clarence. That means uh, growing your own food right at your fingertips, whether you have a a property, uh, a patio or a balcony or even just a regular backyard. Mm -hmm. So you can grow your own food. Uh, at 100% nutrients right at your fingertips. So what got you into this? This is pretty clever because I know a lot of people, it's almost like, and this is, correct me if I'm wrong, some people go, you know what, I'm kind of done with work, I'm retired, I think I'm going to grow a garden. That's kind of the, yeah. you hear, probably hear that oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> you seem to be closer to my age, so I'm going to say I'm young still. <laughs> you are. What you got are you into doing that? <laughs> well, that's a great question, Clarence. I actually have been growing food since I was seven years old, and um, I escaped from Vietnam at the age of four with my mom. It took us two years to get here, and um, we really didn't have anything when I when we came here. You know, sure. um, all the kids got to go to summer camp, you know, and we just didn't have the money for me to do that. So my summer camp was in the backyard growing food. My mom said, you know, leave you guys in the backyard and you know help me with the vegetables and that um, in the garden and. Uh, honestly, I really hated it as a kid, <laughs> but it stuck with me because coming from such tragic war and that and seeing everything that I saw, I had a lot of um, trauma. I had a lot of PTSD. I had anxiety, depression, and it really has just stayed with me over the years. Uh, I, whether Wherever I lived, whether I lived you know, in a home or on a, in an apartment, I always grew food of some sort or herbs. So your mom was a big inspiration in all this. And she just told me to do it. <laughs> well, my mom told me to do things, too. The belt was generally the inspiration or the backhand or something like that. So I understand that. Um, so gardening is really cool. It's something that I wish I had time to do because I, it's important to have you. Is this organic? Yes, 100% mm-hmm. organic. I create my own super soil. Um, I only wait, wait, wait. Go back. Yes. What is super soil? Super soil is awesome stuff. So it's a blend that I create based on what my customer or my clients are needing. Um, where uh, if I'm amending new soil, if I'm putting, uh, or excuse me, I'm amending soil they currently have or I'm putting new soil in, um, the super soil is uh, kind of my own private uh, personal cocktail that I've perfected over the, you know, over the, all the years since I've been gardening since I was seven um, and, um, it's, a, just a blend of natural organic. I use no synthetics. Uh, I use really nothing that you really would find in your, you know, box stores. Um, I use everything live so that, uh, all the microorganisms are live in producing what they need to for the roots of the vegetables or the, the trees or the plants or anything like that. So like when I was learning nutrition years ago, they talked about like crop rotations. Is that something the things you do? Um, or rotating the soil. 
So, you know, there's a lot of tricks in that. Um, you know, some people say, yes, they, they do that. I do not do that because when you are creating microorganisms in the, in the soil and that, if you till them up, you actually are disturbing all of that good nutrients, all of that um, science that's happening, all of the bionutrients, you know. Um, you know, soil is like our gut. You know, we have to have a really good, um, uh, the right vitamins, the nutrition. Um, you know, our bio gut needs to be great, you know, in order for us to really be thriving. And soil is kind of the same thing. You have to really make sure that um, there's right nutrients and, um, you know, the right elements are taking place. Excellent. So a lot of people talk about gardening as being very therapeutic. Have you found that that's therapeutic for you? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, my days are Zen every day. I go out and I'm in gardens that I create. I custom design, custom build, garden coach, garden service, and I also do consultations. And it's I don't even feel like I get up and go to work, Clarence. I actually love what I do every day, whether it's my personal garden that I'm working or my customers, I'm always in such a peaceful place. Interesting. So when people hire you, they say, listen, this little segment of my yard or my balcony or my patio, they say, I've been thinking about doing a gardening, don't know what to do. And you come in and coach them and kind of walk them through. So let's walk through that. Pretend I'm a client. Absolutely. And I say, all right, I've got um, this little space here. And I want to do some things. I'm interested in some herbs, maybe some tomatoes, some onions. What would you tell me? Absolutely. So I come and that would be a consultation. Um, and we, I look at the placement of, you know, where you want um, either your fruit trees, because I also create edible landscapes. Um, so I look at the, the location. I do measurements. We talk about where the sun sets and where the sun rises, depending on what type of the season it is. And I've been doing this long enough where I can tell where the sun sets and where it rises and how much shade it needs or what it doesn't need. So if I'm building a raised garden bed, sometimes I build them with wheels. Um, a lot of times um, if you That's have... So they can move. Yes, yeah. I'm very innovative yeah. about it because, you know, sometimes... Uh, by the time we hit, you know, July, August, September, it is hot, hot, hot here. So, so let me. That's an interesting point because you came from Vietnam, and I've never been to Vietnam. But what is? Uh, I'm assuming based on movies I've seen, which I don't know how much how accurate that is, but it seems humid in Vietnam. It's very tropical. Okay, very so tropical. coming to Arizona, being in this dry heat, how do you adapt, and how did you learn how to irrigate properly? Well, it's a good question because I'm sure if you're not drinking water, you feel like a prune by the end of the day, a dried prune, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's based on, um, so irrigation depends on, so if I'm doing an in-ground or if I'm doing a raised bed, I can either add an irrigation or if there's an irrigation there, I can connect an irrigation, I can amend an irrigation. It kind of all depends on the situation. Um, when I have a patio or balcony and there's not irrigation to plug into, or maybe they don't have a spigot where I can put a timer on and then, you know, in, um, in, in a sense, quote unquote, wire it up kind of thing. Then um, I create something uh, more like wicking beds um, so that um, the moisture stays there a little bit longer and as well, um, it's not drying out so quickly. And so maybe they don't have to water it as, as frequently whenever you have a wicking bed. Um, but I also do things like I service. So a lot of uh, my customers, clients are like transplants from other parts of the states where, you know, everything grows so wonderfully. You know, it's not, it's not hard. You know, they got liquid gold coming from the sky. 
And here we have to, you know, do a rain dance, unicorn <laughs> dust, you know, whatever. It's true. <laughs> Especially <laughs> about July when it's 200 degrees. You need right. a rain dance. Where do we get that unicorn <laughs> dust, by the way? Yeah, but do you have any of that? Did you bring oh, some yeah, samples? Oh, yeah, I got some. I got some. I got you covered, girl. Uh, all right. Uh, so, um, so basically, you're self-taught. Is this through trial and error, or do you, have you studied under anybody? Uh, well, a lot. I mean, I am self-taught, but I've been doing this for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. Plus, I am a certified master gardener. Um, I um, have taught with the Maricopa Extension Program. I um, mentor the interns. I read all the time. I'm not a TV person. I read constantly. I'm always keeping up with the climate globally and what's happening with the food uh, on a, on a global level and on a national level, I follow the food summit. You know, so I'm very very tapped in to what I um, what I do on a daily basis, and um, I love it because it's just I think it's wonderful when you. It, there's a big difference, Clarence, when you buy food from the grocery store. You know, typically when you buy food from the grocery store, maybe you're getting around 18 percent nutrients, right? And that's why we're the sickest, most tired, most hungry people in the nation because our food doesn't have nutrients in it. When you go out and you pick a, a, a sprig, a clip off some cilantro, or or pick a tomato. Bam, that's 100% nutrients right there. You know, you can't get any close to that 100% nutrients. There's no waste. It helps the environment. And on a cognitive level, it supports everybody from the very, very young to the very, very old and everybody in between. So, um, so definitely, um, you know, growing your own food is, is really the way to go. All right. So I noticed on your website you have some posts about, you know, coping with PSTD. And tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, so, um, you know, when I work with veterans here uh, in the state, and PTSD, uh, when you have PTSD, you have to have a focal point. So gardening helps you do that, helps you focus in on something um, and what you're growing and the need for that particular plant, herb, or, or, or uh, a tree. And um, it just really helps people. It also, you know, you get out in the sun, you know, you get a little bit of vitamin D, you know, um, you get vitamin D from the food you eat as well, you know, but getting out in the sun just, you know, brightens you up. It helps, you know, alleviate a lot of that stress. Um, It's very calming. And there's something about when you get to see plants, but I also grow um, pollinators with my plants to attract hummingbirds, butterflies, um, you know, bees, all that kind of stuff. But it also brings life and color into the garden as well. So I, what I, everything I do, do has multiple purposes to it. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys can't see what she has in there. Why don't you tell me what you brought in? Absolutely. Let me see if I can guess okay. first. Okay. All right. This is some kind of herb, right? It is. Okay, cool. I'm doing good. And this is lavender. <laughs> yes. Obviously, this one's easy because there's strawberries growing out of there. So that's an easy one. Um, now, let me ask you something, because I noticed these strawberries are small. Are they just starting to bloom? Because you go into the grocery store, that's, you know, I know they use a lot of stuff to make things grow bigger, but yeah. is that why these are smaller? Well, they are they are starting to bloom. Okay. Um, my particular strawberries here hanging in this pot um, is um, under a shade. Um, I have found different places in my uh, urban farm that I put certain things and I found that this is the the easiest and the best um, because I have so much uh, there on my urban farm uh, s- you know sometimes things could invertedly be missed in that so um, they are starting to grow they will get much bigger but they won't be as big as the ones you see in the grocery store because you know they're they're growing those by masses and they're doing different things to them um, they're not 
organic. Mm-hmm. Um, most things um, are not really supposed to be as big as what you see in the grocery store. Gotcha. You know, um, but I'll tell you something. They're way, way, way juicier and sweeter. Nothing like you get in the grocery store. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to try one before we <laughs> leave today. <laughs> and this is a, t- a tomato, it appears, right? Yes. Now, is this going to be green tomatoes or is it just going to bl- ripen into a red tomato? Oh, definitely. It will ripen into a red tomato. I mean, a person can eat it at, as it is. They're green now, but you can see they're pretty big. Yeah. So different varieties of tomatoes will yield different um, flavors, of course, and of course, different sizes. Um, these will get pretty big, um, you know, the time that you can slice and put in sandwiches and whatnot or, you know, cut them up and, and put them in. Um, uh, Usually people think when your tomatoes are green that something's went wrong. <laughs> no, no, they're just, uh, they just haven't ripened. Yeah, that's what red. I thought. Kind of like bell peppers, red and green ones, you know, there's two different stages of them. Yeah, but there's also tomatoes that do, are supposed to be green. So it, it depends on the variety. There's a, just a host of varieties out there. I see. See, there's some little ones and some big ones too. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're so do do you teach people how to actually grow things in their garden? Because some of us are not born with a green thumb and we kill damn near everything. <laughs> and I've had so many friends that have tried Absolutely. I'll use that capital, tried <laughs> to grow gardens out here in Arizona and their excuse is it's just too damn hot. It's not yeah. gonna grow. But I'm sure you probably instruct people on how to do this pertaining to our weather and what grows best in sun what grows best in shade how much water as he was saying you you do all that kind of stuff right absolutely i'm a one-stop shop um from the very beginning to the very end and everything in between so definitely there's a lot of education behind my belt and uh, i bring a lot of uh, special little tricks that people typically don't know um to do here in the valley um and and so, you know, I, I encourage people to, you know, some, some vegetables like this tomato uh, plant, it's not going to yield the, the, the fruit itself in the summertime, um, but it will kind of, in a sense, if I will, could use the word dormant, it's, it's, it, won't, it, it won't really flower or anything like that, but it'll stay alive, you know, until the season for it to, to, to create a harvest for you happens again. But the goal is to obviously keep your plants alive, right, through those different seasons. So, like, I help people through the winter season as well as the summer season. Um, and that's why I was telling you, Clarence, that, like, some of the things that I do, I put them on build the garden beds, and I put them on wheels. You know, of course, smaller ones. You know, I can't build, like, you know, a 16 by 16 foot garden bed really on wheels. But, <laughs> but um so yes, absolutely. They get uh, they get garden coached every step of the way, um, and very educated in, and empowered to know uh, what foods work best for them. I have some customers, clients that uh, have certain issues, you know, diabetes or thyroid issues, and that. And I don't tell people to get off their medication by any means, but if you can eat closer and closer and closer to whole foods right from your own backyard patio or balcony, you're going to be doing a whole lot better. You're going to feel way better too. I like that. She's almost like not just a garden coach, but a soulful coach. You know, she's kind of giving everybody food for the soul. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about how people can contact you, how they can learn from you. And a question I want to know is, do you actually teach classes? So we'll be back in a few. Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. We'll be back right after this. 
Welcome to Fit Over 40 Live. Coach Clarence believes your health account, your bank account, they're the same thing. The more you put in, the more you can take out. Nutrition is king and exercise is queen. Together, you have a kingdom. The human body is the best picture of the human soul. He who has optimal health has hope. He who has faith has everything. Coach Clarence is all about creating leverage in your life and getting more out of your fitness routine. If you're looking for personal coaching, meal planning, and just a path to your fitness freedom, log on to fitover40live.com. We look forward to helping you along your journey. And now, back to Fit Over 40. Here's your host, Coach Clarence. All right, we are back with Lee Stewart, and she is a master gardener. So how do you get your seeds? I'm just going to throw a lot of questions that people are listening and probably wondering. Like, do you just, like if you go into Whole Foods or like Sprouts, they have little sections and there's little bags. Is that what you do, or do you create them yourself, or how does I, that work? Th- that's a great question, Clarence. I actually do a couple of things. So I do get seeds here um, locally. Um, I try to buy seeds here locally or um, that's close by. You know, like Cali- uh, a little bit of Southern California, uh, Colorado. Um, but I actually do a lot of my own seed saving. And what that is, is that I'll let certain things go and bolt until they go to seed. And from there, I will collect the seeds. Because the reason why is that if you can harvest your own seeds from your own yard, patio, or balcony, every yard, uh, every area, no matter where you're at, um, has its own microclimate. So when you create a seed in your own microclimate right there, what happens is you're creating somewhat of a DNA. And that next time, next year when you plant that seed, what happens is it grows faster, bigger, uh, more bountiful. Because it's used to, oh, it's hot here, so I kind of need to do this to grow kind of thing. As opposed to if you got a seed from like Washington state, you know, it's, it's humid. It's more moist, humid. The climate is very different from Mars. So a plant and a seed will, it'll work. But if you can harvest from your own seed here, right where you're at, you're going to be way ahead of the game next year. So what's in season right now? Oh my goodness. There's lots of things in seasons, uh, cucumbers, um, the, um, you know, uh, some of the herbs are Thai basil, in, any type of basil, um, sweet basil, Thai basil, um, mountain basil, um, you know, lavender is coming through. Uh, springtime is such a wonderful time, you know, uh, for us because so much can grow. Um, you know, you can uh, grow uh, mint, spearmint, peppermint. Um, you can grow um, lots of things like um Right. Well, you know, kind of right now, I have a flux of things that some of the winter stuff is coming out and some of the uh, spring stuff is putting in. But then you can also blend in some of the the um, the uh, summer things like actually I because our climate is so hot, I have planted uh, in my own uh, urban farm. I started planting my um, uh, pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'll I'll yield an earlier harvest, but I like to. I like it because I, I do it for the seed, not yeah, so much Yeah, pumpkin seeds are great on salad. It's a good way to get essential fats and yeah. some good fiber and omegas, yeah. yeah. There's just so many things that you can be growing right now, yeah. um, really. So I watch, <laughs> I'm weird, sometimes I watch these shows, and they have certain bugs that help you grow 
help fight other bugs what are some yeah. bugs that you, did do you and do you recommend people get certain bugs oh yeah yeah i love love ladybugs they're just so yeah, sweet they're yeah. nice yeah and because i'm asian you know they're actually good luck so really yeah i released nine thousand on my urban farm wow <laughs> wow i'd like to just go to see the ladybugs man. Right? that would be cool yeah what, so what bugs are bad what bugs are bad oh, that you find in arizona yeah, that cause um, issues squash bugs oh they're just nasty little things and they just you know. eat the squash up yeah they eat them. the squash you know they just I don't know. ants ants actually are more i think ants are helpful they they actually are helpful for the plant and the soil but they're they're very painful when they bite you <laughs> <laughs> so when are they biting you when you're down there actually gardening and moving stuff around yeah they're well, it's kind of like you're breaking up their houses or whatever yeah so well now that that's her lawn it's like get off my lawn <laughs> right, right. Go they're away. like no it's ours <laughs> <laughs> but they are they're they are helpful. I mean, um believe it or not. Um you know, as much as I can um attract pollinators um and when you say pollinators, is that like bees and bees, stuff that help? Butterflies. Oh, butterflies um, are yeah, pollinators. Yeah, because they land on things. They, you know, they get them on their feet and they go and fly somewhere else and they land on that and they pollinate it inadvertently. So like dandruff yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> dandruff. <laughs> you want to brush dandruff? <laughs> you fell into that one. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> um, so, okay. So if I wanted to like really do this like do you offer is it a one-time thing are you oh, no. coaching on a regular basis yes. how do people find you yes 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 absolutely i mean they can call me on my cell um i you know 602-622-5547 they can reach me on my website at vegupgetdirty.com um and um i do i come out i do a consultation a 90-minute thorough consultation we talk about everything one of the things i'm trying to produce right now is a, a garden book and also a garden journal because um, you know as a coach it's very important to journal your right. your progress when it comes to your fitness well gardening is the same thing because you know you put in something this year and next year you're gonna be like uh what so when you're journaling are you like this worked really well when I moved it over to this part of the yeah, sun. It was better. Yeah. yeah, or what seeds work best in you know uh, certain parts of the garden, that kind of thing. Um, but um, uh, you know they can reach me on those two things: my phone number or my uh, my website. And um, and and then definitely I I walk them through everything. It's it's uh, definitely uh, very thorough. And um, I answer all the questions that you need and that. And it isn't a one-time thing. The consultation can be, but then after that, if you want me to service it, I can. You want me to build it. So you design. offer like packages like where you come, make sure everything is yes. sitting upright, it's growing right. Yeah, and then, okay. um, and then they can do garden service with me, which is weekly, bi-weekly, or once a month, uh, whatever they want to do. Do I, you I'm, do like videos where you're showing people things or... I don't do videos. I'm kind of shy. <laughs> I didn't get that. that at all. I don't know. I love the name though. Veg up, get dirty. You can do some I know, really, really good things you with can that. do with that title. <laughs> yeah, um, but I do. Before COVID hit, um, I was doing t- tours on my urban farm, and what I would do is like, so I grew, I grow loofahs on my urban farm. Really? Yes, you can go. You should have brought me one of them because I need one. Oh. There's this place I go to in Carolyn. They have seaweed. I'll bring sea- you one still. Ones. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. And so what is in a loofah? That's a good. Oh yeah, what yeah. You, so loofahs are so cool. They are really cool. So they grow really, really well in the heat. And what I do is I I love to design things. So one of the things that I do for shading is I grow loofahs from uh, my customers in their in their garden. That kind of helps shade, buff some of the heat. 
But loofahs are amazing. In Australia, they eat them at six to eight inches. They taste just like cucumbers. But once they get bigger, it's too fibery inside. So you let them grow, you know, really, really big and long. Then you harvest them, you let them dry. You harvest them. And then, you know, you can use them. Uh, I've made them, I've cut them up and made a goat soap with them um, uh, as uh, gifts for our friends and family during Christmas and that. What is goat soap? Goat soap. <laughs> Let me finish. Okay. You got all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and then, um, or you can use them. I use it for my face to exfoliate, and I use yeah. one for my body right. and one for my back. You can use it for your kitchen. And what's really cool is it's compostable. You know, you can compost it if you don't want. Or you can take it and, like, clean it by putting it in, like, uh, a solution of, um, you know, some people don't like to lose, use bleach, but if you use a little bit of bleach and water, it actually uh, disinfects it and brightens it and whitens it right back up. So if you're on like a horrible date, can you pull out one of your loofahs and just <laughs> scrub a little bit and hope somebody See, else is different? See, he needs dating advice now. <laughs> oh, I can't I'm just curious. That. It sounds like it cleans and gets rid of a lot of stuff, so why not? Cheaper why than not? divorce, right? Oh, <laughs> it's a lot gosh. cheaper than divorce. But see, sure. I just learned something new today <laughs> because when I see a loofah, I had no idea that you grow those. Yeah. I didn't think you grew them either. That's, I, that's really cool. new. I didn't know that. It's so cool. Yeah, they grow in the ground. A lot of people think they grow in the ocean. You know, I thought I'm that like, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I always tell people, no, it's not a SpongeBob thing. <laughs> <laughs> Although you could use it to SpongeBob. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. So, what? Are, where's the future of gardening? Where do you think it's going to go? I know that. I know that. I know, Clarence. That. See, I have always known of. Probably for the last three decades, I've known that people are going to have to start growing their own food because I've watched food and how it's produced, what's been happening in the manufacturer, um, how the price of it has been going up, you know, you know, and so because we're having all this, you know, global climate issues, you know, hurricanes and floods and whatnot on the east coast and fires on the on the west coast you know if you don't have your own garden you're going to be behind the eight ball and here's the thing you know it is something that you can learn i will tell you though as a gardener you have to have patience and consistency much like when you are working out and being physically fit um but i do believe and i know that i know that what's going to happen is it's going to be normal for us to have a gardener service your garden like myself just like you have a pool person clean your pool a house cleaner clean your house you know those regular things are going gardening's going to be a regular thing like this is my, it's already happening i have people who call me all the time says can you just be my gardener and and i love landscapers they're beautiful they're wonderful people you know they're hard workers and they're doing the best they can but typically they don't understand um, how to properly clip and cut things. I, I can't tell you how many times, I probably, probably nine out of 10 times when I do a consultation, it's always the landscaper whacked my fruit tree back, you know, you know, or the landscaper, you know, this or that, you know, That's I That's a great business idea for you. You could consult with landscapers. There's tons of landscapers out here. That could be a great side business you. for you. Here's how you cut a fruit tree <laughs> and you, know, you charge people to show up because they do do that. Yeah. <laughs> they do come out and just and, tear things up. And they just don't know, you know, they don't mm. know. But eventually what happens is it kills the plant or the tree or the bush or whatever. You yeah. Know. I was going to ask you, what do you, what, what kind of, um, pesticides weed stuff do you recommend because i know you do a lot of organic stuff what what do you recommend for people i don't recommend anything really that you put over so so your soil that's why you have me come in is because i am going to help you create that soil to the most 
perfected level. And you got to remember, every year that the soil um, gets older and older, you know, it gets better and better. But you have to make sure that you have the right fertilizers and that. So right fertilizers, um, I all use m- m- um, natural things. You know, I use the ladybugs and you know, the praying mantis and, you know, all the, all, all the things that nature uses to help with the pest control. But if you need something, you know, something as simple as water and Dawn soap solution. Uh, put Are in you actually, pot. like, I'm looking at, where would you be using water and soap? On the leaves or what do you Yeah, actually? so you, you put it in a spray bottle. Oh, okay, you know? so you're just. Yeah. And make sure it's a spray bottle that doesn't have, like, you know, it wasn't your, you know, um, your. Uh, <laughs> Your Lysol spray bottle that you cleaned your bathroom. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to use Lysol for? Okay, I'm doing it all wrong. That's but you want to use it? Stop talking. You know, I think she's on to something about that whole growing in your own garden. Right, Because I of love where this. we're headed. There's some places, I know back when I lived in Gilbert, there was a place called Agritopia. And people would buy their homes in there. And it was a big, huge community where when you bought your home in there, you were given so much of a little parcel of land to create your own garden. And they have grapes all along the fences. I have friends that live there and they plant in their own garden and Mm -hmm. they actually have someone that monitors the watering because it is a community garden and each of you have your space to do your own thing and grow your own thing. You tend to the garden, but they're watering. They take care of that for you. So I think it's a great idea to have like housing communities get together and do that because who, who are you going to do you know who are you going to hang out with when all this stuff goes sideways and there's no fruits or vegetables you go hang out at the neighbors you have a barbecue and let's all share your tomatoes and and your onions and all that cool stuff right and, and that's beautiful and i love that i mean we have so many community gardens now and you know there's so many people coming together and you know with covid that's what happened is that people were just they were they were that's when my business I've always been busy but it really exploded because people wanted to garden you know it's it's a great thing to do it seems like it's easy enough you know that kind of thing but you know I the nurseries and the different vendors I talked to we we just got slammed with so much work and ran out of things so fast etc etc but yeah absolutely it's a great thing to I mean I I share with my neighbors all the time I also have chickens you know Um, I have trees like um, not just fruit trees but deciduous trees and I have mangoes and avocados and there's just so much you can grow here that people aren't aware of we need to party at Lee's house (laughs) exactly so if someone is listening they're thinking I really like to do gardening but I just feel like you know there's an excuse I just don't have the time what is it time-wise typically take to grow and maintain a garden like on a weekly basis how much time would you say you have to put into it well you know it depends on how big your garden is Mm -hmm. you know if you have something like a few you know you know 15 gallon pots it's gonna only take you depending on what you're growing too so it's kind of tricky because it depends on what you're growing it depends on how much space you have or how much space you're wanting like when you go to my urban farm i have three massive raised beds i have uh, chickens. I use, uh, you know, I compost the, the chicken manure. I, I do all of that kind of stuff. I do, you know, massive composting. Um, I have in grounds. So for me, like I have to be on that every single day. But then mm. Sunday, I spend like maybe four or five hours and I just really detail things. I'm making sure that I get the right um, nutrients in the ground, fertilizers, who needs what, you know, that kind of thing, checking my irrigation. Um, so it's it's kind of tough to say. I mean, it just depends on how much 
spa- uh, growing space. So you're basically, working with. like if someone had like a little patio garden, it was maybe about this big. How yeah. much? You, not a lot of work. Oh there. no! I mean, if you're tending to, I mean, you can do it. I like to be out in my garden every day because I actually hand water everything. I do have a drip system, but I want to know what's going on. Do you talk to your plants? I do. I'm so what do you say to them? I said, "You're so pretty, and you're my favorite." And <laughs> they do listen. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> They do. I mean, if you really want something to look good, wouldn't you talk nice to it? Yeah. That doesn't work. We're not talking about your dating life again. Get off that I subject. really need you to look good. Please start looking good. No, That's, yeah. That does not work on people. No, but okay. So, because I've heard that from a lot of people who mm-hmm. they, they actually talk to their plants. And tell me, I don't, I don't remember this off the top of my head. I should have researched this, but... What does plant? What do plants do to the ozone system? The uh, that helps us. Yeah, I can't oh remember the goodness. thought of it right now. I believe it puts out oxygen where we receive CO. Uh, um, or it puts out it puts out oxygen, and we need oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's so amazing to me because you know we want to go to. I mean, I, I'm not totally against it, but I think sometimes to myself, gosh, you know, we want to build a new uh, environment on Mars, but why can't we just why can't we just plant more trees? Because that would help us. Instead of cutting them down, plant more plants, you know, that kind of thing. Because really, it's a very, plants give off everything we need. All right. So when I told one of my buddies I was going to be talking to you today, <laughs> he wanted to ask you about, do you grow things for medicinal purposes? Well, I have not, but I have uh, been approached to do that and sell certain things on my um, my website. Um, I, I'm not against marijuana. Um, I think that it's uh, it's great. It actually has a lot of uh, medical help sure, to absolutely. it. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we can take something bad and, and uh, take something good and turn it into something bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'd be I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a judge of anybody or really anything. I feel like if you haven't walked in, if I haven't walked in your shoe a mile, I can't say anything. Right. You know, but well, I do, it's legal and people are. Yes, you know, I know a lot yeah. of people are trying to do. I just didn't know if you've been approached with that. Is that something you would consult with people about? Absolutely, and um, I mean, I've read up. A lot of awe about it because, you know, because I, I get out there and work just as hard as my uh, employees and, and my team. I mean, I am a type of worker where, like, you know, I, I don't like to stand on the sidelines. Like, I'm actually, you know, with the power tools and cutting things. And, you know, wow. I, I get right in there and, and I'm very meticulous and because I'm very detail oriented and that. And, you know, this is my company. This is my baby. And this is my passion. So I want my customers to know that you have the cream of the crop here. You know, and I'm not messing around. Like, you want to build something? Let's build something, you know. I mean, all the way down to the right type of wood, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's really important that people um, find out what they need, what works best for them. You know, and if marijuana uh, for municipal purposes is helpful, absolutely. You know, it's, it, it, it's not a horrible thing to me. I, I don't think it is. I don't use it or have started growing it, but I have been approached and I have been, uh, See, all these are great business ideas. For oh yeah. You, like, cause you could be consulted. You don't have to do it yourself, but you could charge people a fee to give them advice. If you're going to do this, here's how you would do it. And here's how you do it. Right. And then you can make a ton of money. 
Absolutely. You know, doing that. So you keep mentioning your farm. Where is your farm? When I think of a farm, I think of what you said. You had chickens already, so I think yeah. of like a real farm. Where is your yeah. farm at? I just live in a three-bedroom, two-bath house. Oh, okay. On a, on a I keep, when every time you say I kept thinking, like, is it out in Queen Creek no. or is it out in Chandler somewhere? No. Urban, okay. urban farming is literally in the city, basically. You know? oh. So um, I'm at 32nd and Shea, but I go all over the place. I, okay. have, a, I, can't, I have accounts in Chandler and Mesa. I'm, I go uh, out, out to, um, uh, I can go west, I can go east. Do you I, go outside of Arizona? I haven't, but I would like to. Okay. It's 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 actually you never know who's listening. They might say, yeah. "Hey, I, got, I want to do a garden in Los I, Angeles or something." Oh yeah, I, I have some big big dreams. I don't know how to get there, but I do. You have start some big pay, dreams. paying people to show you how to grow pot. That's how you're going to raise your income right away. Right, <laughs> just right. put it out yeah, to the that. universe. Yeah, right. just tell. Hey, listen, I'm not doing it, but if you need to know how to do it right, that's a whole line of business for yeah. you because yeah. people want to know. Because like my friend, because I always tell people who I'm going to talk to, he's like, "Ask her about growing weed." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> So well, you never know what's out there for no, yourself. It's really big because, I mean, my son goes to NAU and, um, you know, we've talked about it. And I have accounts all the way from Phoenix, you know, Verde Valley, Prescott, wow. Sedona's, um, all the way up to Flagstaff. Wow. And uh, it's something that, you know, he had talked to me about one time about as well, you know. Because yeah. kind of consultants is a big way to make money, you, don't, you know, and it's a way to leverage your time. That's why I was asking you if you did videos because you could just do a video or, you know, because a lot of people like to learn just by clicking on a link and watching mm-hmm. it versus, you know, having the time to sit down and have you come out. But yeah, you know. I mean, I, I'd love to do videos, but I'm just one person. So it just I haven't. You, got- you're rolling with Diva. You could do this. <laughs> Diva can show you how to do some videos. <laughs> she, she has been. She's, Good. She's, yeah, she's, you could do this. She's, she's my rock star. Yeah, I love her. she is a rock star. <laughs> you know, it's hard to book her. She's so busy. I think we're like a year out for our next appearance, but uh, we'll try to get her back on. <laughs> Um, no, but um, being shy, you know what I tell people because I've done videos from a long time ago when I was in music. People think you have to be something different on yeah. a video, but it's just going to be you. You're going to sound how you're going to sound. You're going to look how you look and just do you. And a lot of times you might have a, something quirky to get you fans, you know? I know. You and never know. I just I just have to, sometimes I'm just so tired by the time I get up and get going in everybody's garden and try to take care of my stuff, you know, my chickens and, you know, everything that I have, all my garden stuff. Uh, and stay on top of her, do consultations, coach, all that kind of stuff. So one of the things that Diva is helping me do is she's trying to help me get like good employees because I'm kind of picky, you know. I really wow, want- you would have to be in a yeah. field like that. I would imagine you can't have yeah. some slouches out there messing with your gardens. <laughs> you know, I mean, just yeah. now they'd be picking all the strawberries and eating right, them on right, the job. It's like, dude. <laughs> and then my customers were like, I thought I had strawberries uh, right. out there. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so. Um, I noticed that you offer a 15-minute guarding consultant over the phone conversation. Is that complimentary? Is there a fee for that? No, it's complimentary. It's 15 minutes. And you basically kind of fill them out, see what they were trying to do. And then that could turn into your bigger thing. Absolutely. Then from there, you know, I I do recommend I come out. You know, I have been doing Zoom uh, consultations as well, just for people who feel more comfortable with that. You know, I want to honor and respect where people are at. Um, so I've been doing that, but it's really best for me to come out because I really, I actually, I know this is really strange, but I feel and smell the soil. So uh, based on that, I can tell like, oh, it has too much of this or too much of that, 
or we need to um, shift the bacteria. You know, it's kind of weird. All right, so I have one last question for you. When we were kids, we ate dirt, and we all grew up to be healthy. Can we eat dirt? <laughs> you can eat dirt if you want, honey. I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I don't I mean, eat dirt. <laughs> I'm just asking because we were kids. We thought dirt was delicious. And right, we all mud still pies. Here. Yeah, mud, mud pies. pies. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to hurt you. I, well, I don't know. Some of the dirt I see around here, I'm, I'm not sure. We lived in a different time. We used to drink out of water hoses. It's different now. I did, too, as a kid. Yeah, drink out yeah. of, I don't Things know if you I, do as a kid. Yeah, I don't know if I ate dirt. But I mean, you may not like the taste of it, but some people do actually. Some people, people do eat dirt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I well, do spend a lot of time with my feet at home in my urban farm, like barefooted. Yeah, I'm very, Connecting. very. Yeah, I'm very, very. Uh, you know, I try to connect with energy and it and grounds you absolutely. Yeah, yeah Mother Nature, it mm-hmm. grounds you. And, and that's, that's funny because gar- I just posted something about do people have house plants? You know, yeah. in my group. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it it it, uh, it grounds you in so many ways. You know, just like gardening grounds me. Like you mm-hmm. know, when I'm having a stressful day, I'm trying to navigate. You know, what do I do? How do I help this person? You know, is this the right customer, client, whatever? You know, I get in my garden. And I sit with my chickens out and I, you know, sit in the garden. And I I got questions. Do you talk to the chickens? Oh, yeah. What do you say to them? We're not going to eat you. Well, no. (laughs) Pinky swear. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm just curious because I know. I don't eat eat my chickens. I do eat. They're her pets and they probably produce eggs. That's what I'm asking because she says she talks to the plants. So do you talk to the chickens? Like, what do you say? Do you have roosters or just hens? Well, just I so I live in the city of Phoenix, so you can't have a rooster. It's not by law; you shouldn't be having. There's an area, and it's off Thirty Second Street, but it's a little further south. There's roosters just walking around. <laughs> I don't know if you know this area, but they're like chickens and roosters. They just walk around the street, and people just well, that's weird. A bunch well, of roosters are walking down the street. Well, I, I, uh, you know, I, I, that's what I wanted to understand. I try to, you know, I try to be a good girl and stay. You know, I don't get the, you know, Popo come pick me up. <laughs> right. like, Where's that rooster? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing uh, too is that you know I need to be respectful of my neighbors. Like my neighbors sure. don't want to hear my rooster at you know at four o'clock in the morning. morning. Right, so, right. You know, <laughs> actually, neither do I. I want to wake up. So the hens really, their job is to just keep the soil going, keep the soil healthy. Yeah, I mean, they That's have an area that um, that they go and they, so I allow them to come into my compost because when they, you know, when so they, they're they're not in cages, they're free. Yeah, they're very free. And I mean, when I'm when I'm not home, they go back into a huge area that's their area, but when I'm home, I let them roam and stuff like that. Um, and not all the time because they can be somewhat messy on the patio. So, you know, I'm usually out there with them because they will, if, if I'm not careful, sometimes, you know, some of the girls, they want to get in the garden. And I have a mascot. Her name is Bonsai and she's a Polish silver lace hen. And my hair used, so my natural hair color is black, but it's platinum. My natural color now, I don't color my hair. It's platinum white. This is my natural oh. color. So um, I used to have black hair. You can see with my, you know, eyebrows. So Bonsai and I had the same hairstyle, and we both have a bouffa. So, <laughs> so her and I, she, I would take her everywhere with me, and she is just the most docile. Like you know, she's like, you know, just sit and talk with me. I used to when I worked for, um, I used to be a health and wellness coach, a mm-hmm. corporate health and wellness coach for City of Phoenix for years. And I would come home and sit in my garden and have a glass of wine, and the girls would come out, and Bonsai would come sit with me. She also walks on a leash. She has a pink Aww, leash, that's so cool. we go for walks. You know, I have. I don't know if my neighbor that'd be smart because <laughs> I'm way up north with those coyotes. That would be a bad day. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. But I'm I'm an animal lover. I have a I have a Sukata tortoise I rescued. His name is bon, uh, Bamboo. Um, 
And uh, I have, you know, three pups. Um, I've had, you know, cats. I have koi. I create a koi. Do you have a little, a little stream? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that water actually um, waters my garden because, wow. yeah, the emojium from that is just absolutely fantastical. Like, it's got so many nutrients and bionutrients and just vitamins that your plants love in the soil it just it's such a symbiotic relationship such a beautiful relationship so i use that everything is sustainable i have water harvesting because we really need to be thinking more and more towards that for the future you know at some level you know maybe not at the level that i'm at but at some level you know i think it's interesting yeah something i definitely want to pursue in the future because i hate going to the store (laughs) Lazy. I'd rather just go out in the backyard, clip, clip, but then I start doing all the work. (laughs) It's beautiful. So I eat 80% out of my garden. I don't go to the grocery store and buy any fruits or vegetables. And the reason why I say 80 is because I also still eat meat. You know, I still Mm -hmm. have that. I'm still a carnivore, you know. Mm-hmm. So Right there with you. <laughs> Do you tell that to your chickens? I'm just kidding. That might be a tough conversation. <laughs> yeah. Cow and chicken are different. I know, but still, they might be thinking things get rough around here. Well, <laughs> you know, fried chicken is good. <laughs> I, I eat a lot of fish because that's, you know, so, but oh, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't eat my Do chickens or fish. <laughs> I'm starting to think there's going to be a revolution at your farm. <laughs> They're going to tie you up somewhere. <laughs> but I don't even go to the grocery store. And it is so awesome. Because That's one thing I wish I could do, so especially awesome. for veggies. Because you never know what they're doing in those grocery mm-hmm. stores. They're rotating them properly. If they are... I'll I mean, t- you've seen some of the veggies in there. I'll, you know. I'll tell you, Clarence, what happens is, you know, we buy food from all over the world. Uh, Chile, China, Argentina, you know, Mexico, all over the world. We buy it organic. And once it hits U.S. soil, they put them in. And, and so you got to remember that it's probably sitting, been sitting in a warehouse or yep. on pallets or, yep. you know, in, uh, on, a, uh, on a lot somewhere for anywhere from three to six months. Yeah. So the nutrients is already depleting as, as sure. the days move along. Then it gets here to the United States. They put it in these big, you know, box, you know, 18 wheelers. They bump it across the United States all over the place. And they spray a very fine film of preservative. Mm-hmm. So once it hits you as soil, it's not organic and it's not fresh. It's right. at, and that's why I say maybe you're getting around 17, 18%. New yeah. Rates. And then we overcook it and cook it right out of it. So yeah. it might be getting zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been wonderful, Lee. Thank you. you know, I learned a lot. Um, I need to talk to the plants in my house. They're probably saying water me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a fake one. So, <laughs> cause I, I can't remember. Actually, which is really cool, I'll tell you a quick story before we get out of here. I had a plant in my front yard, and I didn't even know. I just never noticed because I always just go through the garage. I never noticed it. And it was a little – the neighbor was like, hey, man, you should water that thing. So <laughs> I started watering it, and it is just – and it had been, and I had been there for months, and I hadn't watered it in months. And it was, it was looking like it was going to die. And I was like, maybe I should toss it. And they were like, no, just water. And I start paying attention and watering and now it's this big green thing and it's growing actually you have to have somebody cut it so i'm glad you said you have to talk maybe i have you come figure out how to cut it because it's growing into the door door. yeah so i got to figure out how to maybe trim it or move it or something just call the plant whisperer yeah exactly (laughs) because i'm not gonna ask the landscaper (laughs) he's gonna just whack it um cool well thank you for coming in lee absolutely and um people can find you on the veg up and get dirty.com on facebook Facebook.com slash veg up get dirty. And your Instagram handle is veg up get dirty. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll see you guys next week. 
Thanks for listening to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women like you who want to live their best life going into middle age. Join us next time for more inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders offering tips and how-tos to improve your life right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com and wherever you get your podcasts.